Welcome, everybody. It's another episode of Cleaning and Cocktails. I'm super excited with the guest that I have on the show today. His name is Garen with Clean Slate Janitorial. The guy has a podcast as well. The guy is an author. He's been somebody I follow in the industry. He's been in the industry, I believe, 15 years now or more. Yeah. Uh, but you guys know the show. I bring on guests that are cleaning business owners, have been in the industry, subject matter, experts. Uh, but the whole point is empowering the space, sharing stories, and just getting to know people that we never would have known because there's a lot of great people in this industry and Garen happens to be one of them. So Garen, thank you for being on the show. Yeah, I appreciate you taking the time, my man. Uh, I, I get, I jump into it, man. Yeah. You know, who, who is Garen? There's a lot to it, but let's I, give people a couple minutes of how the hell did you get into this industry? Many people, you sometimes hear people who are just out there looking for like what to do next. Um, they're, they're frustrated in their jobs. They don't know what to do. And I was one of them. And geez, God, I mean, every time I think about the story, like I get chills about it. But hanging out with my wife, taking her out for dinner one mm -hmm. time, um, we're both miserable in our jobs. And we go out to dinner and this guy is, he is preparing the place for my wife and I to have dinner. He's like setting up the table, doing his own thing. And he's not looking at me. And I'm looking at the guy and I'm like, hey, like, hey, he wouldn't pay attention to me. He's just moving around the plates and everything. And as he finishes, he walks off. And I say to him, excuse me, thank you. The guy turns around and he's like, yo, well, why would you say thank you to me? I'm like, well, because you didn't just clean a table. You prepared this space for my wife and I to have dinner. So thank you. The guy begins to smile. He's cheesing. He runs over to another table and he's setting it up and he's looking at people and he's you know, looking around the room and I'm like, I want to do that again. So for me, it was like, I had all these chills seeing this gentleman just get excited about understanding why he was doing what he was doing. And for me, I said, for me to be able to do that again, I need to understand more about this guy and what he was probably feeling. Probably he felt like this is a crappy job. I don't like it. Look at all these people coming out for dinner and I'm the one that's cleaning the table. So I literally, because I was so miserable in my other job, I literally quit my job to become a janitor just so that I can understand what this guy was going through. Now, people might think, well, Garen, you could just, you could have just asked him. But for me, I was searching, searching for something different, something new. I didn't care what it looked like. I wanted that feeling that I had again. And intrinsically, I'm a teacher, I'm a coach, I'm somebody who supports people. I love what people are doing. I'm cheering them on. So for me, getting in and doing it so that I can learn and then like teach other people how to build confidence in this industry was like a winning thing for me, man. So I just jumped right in, did it, and 16, 17 years later, man, here we are. Dude, that is a lot. So I, I actually had to look it up real quick. You know, I was like, all right, how, how long has Garen been in this yeah. industry? I'm like, you, young, you look like a young guy and from what I remember is I've seen your growth too, like the brand change, the colors, yeah. like I've seen it. It's, it's been awesome watching it too. I mean, I've, I've only been in the industry eight years myself, but you were one of the first ones that I saw that, you know, there, he has a brand yeah. like where it made, you know, me, I'm big on branding, but I got to say, man, I asked that question a lot to people. Mm -hmm. That's the first time I hear that answer. You based it on a feeling, a feeling, a feeling. like, that's powerful. If you think about it, you know, people are motivated by money all the time. People are motivated by what they see, but you just touched on feeling, yeah. which I think is, man, that's, that's powerful. Cause like, you're right. Like I got goosebumps because when you feel something good and you get goosebumps, yep. you want to do it again. Yep. Right. Or you want to like, how, wh what just made me feel that way? And you, that's exactly how you did it. That's, that's amazing, man. Like I, and I was 16 years ago. Were you with, uh, with the wife yeah, back then? Yeah, we, or, we were, we were, I mean, yeah, you were with the wife. Yeah. Or is it, yeah, you were. Wait, so that's another cheers being married for that long too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, man, so so um, started in 2006. So shortly thereafter, the crash mm -hmm. occurred. So I would keep my blinders on. I would just get up and go to work, go to work, go to work. And my, I didn't even know, like our bank statement from Bank of America was like negative 300 and some odd dollars. Sometimes it would be like 32 cents in the bank. And I'm out there just grinding every day, finding money for, for, for gas and just getting out there. And I started catching the bus when I needed to or, or just walking when I needed to or what have you. And my wife was like, I turned to my wife and I said, yo, have you seen this bank statement? Like, yo, we, like we, we were broke. And she's like, yes, Garen, we were. 
I'm like, but you never told me anything. And she said, because every day you got up and you went after it. I was like, shit. I got a wife who supported me. We were friggin' broke. Yo, having a supportive spouse, significant other, who would allow allow me to jump from dressing up in the slacks and the, and the suit and so forth to throwing on like khakis and a polo shirt and cleaning toilets. Like that's crazy, you know? But um, she had she had trust in me. Yeah. I told her, listen, yeah. man, you won't go hungry. I swear to you, like, let's just try this out. If it doesn't work, I'll, I'll get back into the field or whatever. And she was willing to, to ride out with me, man. So I appreciate her a lot, a lot. Dude, so there, there you go, flipping the script on me. I was, I, this wasn't even a question or a topic I was going to touch on, but support. Like you just, you nailed a, 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 something I, I try to tell people when they say, you know, family businesses don't work or you can't work with your spouse or you can't work with your, your, your just your family, but they're the support system. Like you're right. Like I started with my girlfriend. That's my wife now. But if she wasn't there for me, I, we wouldn't be talking right now. Like we would, I would not be in this position because she quit her job the first three months. She, she made no money the first three months to learn the, the business and say, Rick, I think we can do this, right? So she started first to be. A lot of people don't even know that, but she started it first. And my cousin and I were like, okay, I think we could do this. She did it. Hey, she's a makeup artist. Let's do it, right? Like she she sold us and really showed that it can be done, but you're right. Like, thank you, right? I got to say thank you to my wife, Marley, before she kicks my butt right. that <laughs> Garen's over here thanking his wife. Yeah, How many right. times do you thank, thank you. me? <laughs> so, so a lot. So, uh, another thing I want to say, man. So I always then jump to like where you're at today or, you know, t tell me about, you know, clean slate and stuff. I wanted to touch on one thing with you because you're, you're you, when I hear you talk and I, you know, we'll talk about the podcast and all the other things you got going on too, but you're, it's like, I feel when you're talking, I, I can resonate. I, I say he knows what it's about, right? Like talk about that a little bit. So the, because a lot of the audience and a lot of the people that I know that you probably have mentored or that reach out to you and want to ask questions, man, this is a tough industry. And that first year, that first three, six months is a struggle. And you, you think it's, you're going to make money. You think you're going to, you're not going to clean. You think it's going to be sunshine and rainbows. Tell people like, Show, give us some, some, like, give us those times that you were like, why am I doing this? Oh my God. You know, I could have been in a suit career, you know, corporate world. Yeah. I'm cleaning toilets. Yeah. Give people that sense of where they're going to say, holy cow, Garen just said what I went through last week. Yeah. 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 You know? Yeah. It's, um, and yo, even, even to this day, man, sometimes I have those days where it's like, yo, what am I doing? What am I doing? You know, after 16 years, 16 plus years. Sometimes even when I go back out into the field, because, you know, I mean, you've noticed, man, with, with, with the economy and th how things are going right now, like people aren't really working, you know, so sometimes no. I'm myself short staff and I'm going back out in the field. I don't have a problem with it at all. But sometimes when I'm out there, I'm like, like, what am I doing? But here's a deal. Here's something that, that just hit me this year. So back in March of this year, for instance, I was working, doing all kinds of different things, right? I'm stretched thin in all kinds of directions. And I said out loud, man, I miss reading. Like I used to like get into some books and read and read and read. Then something happened within my business, churned things up, I had to get rid of my manager, my field manager, and I got thrown back out into the field again. I'm out there working, trying to like build back up the culture, get things going, helping people to feel confident within what they're doing. And all of a sudden with the hours that I'm out there, I got my phone, I got all my books on Audible and I'm reading. And I'm reading like three books a night, busting it out, you know, two, two times speed, three times speed. And I am filling up myself and rebuilding myself just like I did 16 plus years ago. In that beginning, man, it was hella tough. Like hella tough. Um, like, why am I here? Um, Tough, right? Like, going, yeah, man. And, you know, and every day I came back in the house, my wife would look at me like, like we got a new client. And it's like, no. Nah, I lost a client. Oh, <laughs> but I met Ricky today. Like, you, you got to meet him. And, and I'm telling him, you know, I'm all excited. And I'm telling my wife, like, you know, I met this really cool guy. And this and that. This is what I learned. And, and she's like, yeah, Garen, but did you pick up a new client? <laughs> no. 
And she's like, okay. And it's like, shit. In the back of your mind, you're thinking like, did I make the right decision? Because this woman is looking at me yeah. to take care of the house and I'm coming home with nothing. And many a times I've walked into doors, man, six foot four guy, I got my ball head, I had a goatee at the time. And I'm telling people, hey, I'm here to clean your space. And they're like, you don't look like a cleaner. And I'm like, what's the cleaner yeah. supposed to look like? Like, not you. Yeah, is that right? <laughs> it was tough, man. You know, and I, of course, I have my shirt tucked in, pants on. You know, I'm well-dressed. But just people weren't expecting that from a cleaner. And um, it became tough. Mm -hmm. Then I used that as, as my advantage. So I started dressing up in a shirt and a tie, and I'm showing up. And people are like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm here to clean. Look at me. And it just gave them enough time for them to pause and look at me differently. And they asked me, like, why would you dress like that to come and clean? I'm like, because I respect you. I respect your business. Like, shouldn't I? And it allowed me to engage in a conversation with them, mm -hmm. which began that whole process of building rapport quickly. And I thought the best way for me to be able to get in here and meet new people and to build clients was to build rapport quickly and show them something differently than what they're seeing out there every single day. For me, it really wasn't about cleaning of the toilets. Remember, I started because I wanted to learn and understand and then teach. So my mm -hmm. purpose every single day, every time I question myself, like, why are you doing this? It's like, Garen, so that you can learn and teach. It's just that you're doing it in the janitorial world. Yeah. What's the big deal? It's business. You know, and if you can make money yep. through this or not, it's business. Learn and teach. So that's what keeps me going every single yeah. day. Simple, simple concept. Yep. Yep. No, they, I, I love it. I love it. That is... That actually is a concept for everybody that's out there should listen. And so two things I just took from you right there, man, is you have Audible now, right? So anybody who's out cleaning, do two things at once. Read, learn, gain knowledge, empower yourself. Yes. Number two, know, and this is to the people that this is your first year in business. You just opened your, your franchise you're, or you're hitting the refresh button. You had to fire somebody that you had to get back in the field. Like you said, learn and teach, right? Like, yeah, the goal is to get yourself out of the position of having to clean. We're not in this. You're not a cleaning business owner to want to clean every day. You, you know, you shouldn't be, you should know you're building a business. So, but like what Garen just said, everybody should write that down is your motivation or driver should be learn and teach that. So then if there's, there's no way to pull one on you, right? That was what I loved about doing everything first. I stripped and waxed first. I carpet cleaned first. I window washed. Was I great? No. But I knew how to bid. I knew how to do it. I knew the products I needed. I I knew everything. So then when I did teach somebody and they try to pull a fast one, you can't. Why? Because I've got the knowledge and I know, right? So uh, these the, everybody who's out there and you're trying to build a business, this right here, what we're talking about are the fundamentals. Like I, some may not want to grow so big, but you should want to grow to where you have others that you're teaching to take over because or some aspects of the business, because you know, Garen, we wear a lot of hats, man. Yeah. How many hats did you wear? Oh my God. I'm, I'm pretty sure you learned every aspect of the business, I right? I did. I did. Still still am, man. I mean, I, I just hired a, um, a consultant, literally. Still am. Two days so <laughs> and, and this guy came in, and he was asking me all of the things that I'm doing. And he's like, Garen, like, how do you do all of that? Yeah, you just do it. You just do it. Yeah, and don't you feel sometimes like you just start free-flowing, and people are like, you do what or how do you know all that? And it's just, it just comes natural. Like it's just spitballing. Like they're like, you know, but what I, my next question to you is you're, you're a very confident person, right? People say I'm a confident person. I feel like you touched on it earlier. You have to have confidence you know, a and as a business owner, regardless, but especially in the cleaning industry, because I, I, when I was cleaning too, man, same thing. Like, what are you doing? You know, you're so social. You're so, you know, people person, you're like, why are you, how, how are you the cleaner? And then my wife would come in, you know, she's a knockout. She said, they'd be like, why is she here cleaning? Yeah. But at first it was, yeah, you'd get the eyeballs. But then as they got to know you, it's like, we like you guys. Like we actually like doing business with you guys. We don't want to lose you guys. And when we would bring others in and train them and show them like, you know, we have a step-by-step -step process. We use technology. They took us serious, man. Like they were like, this is not a run by the mill, you know, small mom and pop company. Uh, even though the owners are cleaning here, it looks like they got their shit together. Yeah. When did you get that confidence, Garen, when you started? 
Like, was there a moment that you're like, I can do this. I can build a six, seven figure, nine figure, eight figure business because of this moment that you were in. Yeah. 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 So, so, Hmm. So I'll go back. So I would, I would hang out with my wife. She would go and she would go to all these nice fancy parties and so forth with her job. And you know, when you walk into the room, you know, they got people who are walking around, they're looking around and, Hey, what do you do, Rick? What do you do, Josie? And she would tell them. Oh yeah. That's the biggest question, right? <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> so when they got around to me, so, so what do you do? I clean toilets and my wife would, she would like elbow me, like, stop it. I'm like, I clean toilets for a living. And they're like, huh. Don't say that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. And she, they're like toilets, huh? Okay. All right. And they'd walk away from me. But as they, for those individuals who stayed, <laughs> nothing to talk about here, nothing, nothing to talk no? about. But for those individuals who stayed around and they began to talk to me because of the books that I read, because of the offices that I were, I, I was in and I saw all those books on their shelves and I went to Borders and to Barnes and Noble and pulled out the books and re, re, read them. I had something to say. So when they came back around and heard me talking about whatever topic, they're like, huh, huh, he cleans toilets, but let me pay attention. And when I saw that happening and the changes that occurred and yeah. wanting me to sit down with them and talk to them, I started saying to myself like, yo, there's something here. Show yourself approved, Garen. You're always on audition. Show yourself approved. So my goal was to add value to every conversation that I came in. So I would go out and study some more. And then if a conversation was having, was being had, I would add value. And by me doing that, people started gaining confidence in me and started speaking to me about, about different things outside of the cleaning industry, just about business, about their challenges. They were asking me for advice. And I'm like, yo, this is nice. So I just started building on that, man. And from that point, when I saw people telling me, Garen, sit down, like I'm working late at night, I'm seeing people. And I'm asking them, like, why are you working so hard? It seems like you're tired. And the owners of these companies are saying, like, these are the challenges that we're having, Garen. And I'm giving them advice. And they're telling me to sit down at their desk and talk to them about their challenges. As the cleaner, I was like, yo, like, we can do this all day long. Like, let's do this. So I could do this. Studying, man. I could do this. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what gave me the, the confidence, for sure. Dude, that, that is awesome, man. I got goosebumps right now, right? Because, like, you're, you're right where, think about, you know, like networking events, right? I remember early on, I was like, oh, I have to go. You know, I, I got to rub elbows. I got to talk to people. But you're right. Like, it was always an awkward moment when it gets to you and I own a cleaning company, right? You, you see the reactions on people's yep. faces. You know, they're just like, okay, cool. Like, I can't talk about stock market with this guy. I can't talk about, you know, CEO type Why? stuff with this person or you know, mergers, acquisitions, all these fancy terms and words that people throw out. Yeah. Uh, but if you just, like you said, read, understand, read, you know, Crane, I read Crane's Magazine a lot. I read Inc. Magazine, Fast Company. I'm infatuated with tech, as you probably yeah. already know. But if you just read a little bit, you gain those nuggets where if you start to share those, I mean, dude, you're so right. Like, people will be like, oh, man, he, wow, he knows that mm -hmm. too. Holy cow, he read that mm -hmm. book? Like, it, you're right. It's a value add, but it's just, you've earned a seat. And I think that's, what's important is people have to know when you own a cleaning business, you've earned a seat at the table of entrepreneurship. Yes. Like a, a CEO of a company is designated the CEO, right? They didn't grow through the, I mean, yes, you've, okay. Take it back. You've grown through ranks to get to that position. But when you're the owner of a business mm -hmm. that did the work mm -hmm. first, that then, that then hired your first employee, hired your first management, hired your first C-level, sold your company, a clean, a business is a That's business. It. Like cleaning is a, is a business, is. right? So talk about the departments we, right? They got payroll, accounting, AR, AP, software, um, training, quality control, you know, HR department. Every Fortune 500 has the same departments. And guess what we had to do in the beginning stages was learn all yes. those departments. So I'm sorry, but... We could talk the talk with a lot of different people. Yes. I don't care if it's a gala or a gala, whatever you call it, uh, black tie event. I'll go get a black tie and a suit, and and I can we can rub elbows with them. It does not matter that we clean toilets, scrub floors, because at the end of the day, if we earn revenue and make a margin, so do they. That's it.
Right. Yo, listen, if you could just bottle that, like bottle just that and give it to your to your listeners all over again, like like that's it. That's friggin it, man, because Mm -hmm. business is business is business. Just show yourself like approved. Like I can I can talk here, you know, and sometimes when I find myself in. I like that. And I I like that word. Approved. I like that, man. Yeah. Yeah. Approved. Sometimes I find myself in these meetings. And I'm looking around the room and all these big wigs and all these big time companies. And I'm like, yo, like we belong here. It's okay. We're good. Stand up guarantees. We're good. So let them know, man. Let them know. So Garen, this is something, this is way off topic. It's not even on my questions here, but so I, cause I, you know, I do a lot of research for the industry cause the route, you know, I'm trying to learn target market, customer acquisition, all that stuff. Uh, the top 1% of the industry operates at 2 million or more in revenue that like the, 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 the four to 2% is like above a million, right? Astonishing statistics to me, because that means 90%, 95% of the market is operating at a million and under revenue. I'm, I'm, I'm almost positive. You're not that you have to share full revenue, but you're over a million in revenue yourself, right? Yes. Yeah. So just think about that. Like that's been my whole mantra now. And that's why I did, the podcast here too is there should be more like there should be way more because of the amount of of opportunity that's out there and it doesn't take a lot to get there these nuggets that we're sharing the conversations you have on your podcast the book that you have the organizations that are out there that i always talk about there are ways to get there for everybody that's listening it is not an impossible feat it's hard work it's dedication but it's i mean in all honesty it's listening to guys like you right? Guys like me or just people that share the knowledge of the people that went through it all and saw the other light of the tunnel, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, totally. I remember the first day, man, the first time when I was only making like $3,600 a month, right? I'm I'm looking for, I'm looking for a mentor. I'm looking for a coach, someone to help me within the janitorial industry because people were really, they were hoarding their information. I go to this one jam. Yeah, so much. I don't understand why though, you know, but whatever um i go to this jan store i meet this guy and um and he's like yeah let's sit down let's talk i sit down with the guy and he's like okay so tell me garen how much money are you making so i said uh well making thirty six hundred dollars he's like okay thirty six hundred dollars a day okay awesome okay and i was like no no sir that's thirty six hundred dollars a month the man slammed his hand on the table he's like that's all like why am i even talking to you he gets up and leaves the room, like leaves the room. Come on. And I'm sitting there like shot to the gut. Like, yo, I came here for help, man. That's the reason why I came. Yeah. And because I'm making enough money, you're not going to help me. I was like, you know what? Screw you, dog. It's whatever. I jumped online. Strangely enough, you might like this. Jumped online and I'm looking, looking for some kind of help. I bump onto this, the janitorial store.com. I'm like, yo, let me tap. You know, Boom. tap into this song, right? <laughs> I find Steve. I find his wife, Jean. And I'm somebody, remember I told you, I build rapport quickly. As opposed to waiting through all the stuff, I go straight to the owners. And I'm like, hey, here's my situation. Here's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to learn. And he's like, listen, just put, stay on, on this site. you learn as much as you need to know. Steve and I have been rocking since 2006. Not as my direct coach, but we've been like communicating. We've met each other. You know, I call him the whole night. I've hired him as He's awesome. He's yeah, awesome. Dude, man. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. But finding the right people, man. Genuine. People Gen- genuine, genuine person. Yeah. Yes, he is. And uh, his wife, the same, man. I mean, so finding the right people that you could learn from is going to be critical. And you can't stop at the first person who hits you with those body shots and, and tells you you're garbage or this is silly. You need to quit this job. Keep searching, man, because you're going to find the people who are willing to share the nuggets. Yep. Nice, man. So Garrett, tell me, uh, I, I usually, I don't ask this. I don't know why I don't ask this question, but tell me what does success mean to you? And I, and I wanted to ask this because I've been talking to my, my team a lot and you know, everything we're I'm talking to the team to know what they're, what they think success is. So my question to you is because it's so different from everybody and I want people to stop looking at the, you know, the, the people that are making so much money and that are so big Cause that might not be for you. That might not be like worry about your success. So what is Garen's 
outlook on success? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate that question, Rick. So, so I told you in the beginning, man, I like to learn and teach. And every time I have a conversation with an employee or someone that I come in contact with, and I'm able to share or add value to that conversation or to help them take their next step, I have won a million dollars. And what I've recognized is that clean slate gives me the opportunity to meet people. Because I'm an extrovert, I love people, I love to like understand your, your journey, your story. Clean slate gives me the opportunity to meet people every single day. And I use it for that reason. So I pimp out my business to meet people, <laughs> learn and share. And when I'm having dog days and I'm, I'm like, it's grimy. Once I get back to that whole fundamental of learning and sharing, I'm winning. I had one conversation with a friend of mine. Um, he's one of my mentors. He's younger than me, but successful guy here um, in the financial industry. And he said to me, I told him, I said, some days when I'm sharing information with my employees and I can see the wheels turning in their minds and they're getting ready to like plan their next steps. And even if their next steps are out the door of clean slate, Sometimes I feel conf uh, conflicted because I'm like, yo, you just got this person on board. They're working with you. They're working out well, but Garen, you're teaching them stuff and they're going to be probably leaving you within the next couple months. He says, Garen, don't worry about that. Remember what your purpose is. If your purpose is to learn and share, just do it every single day. Dude, don't worry about clean slate. It's going to take care of itself. Keep doing what you're doing. Don't focus on the money. The money will come as a byproduct of doing the right things the right way. And that's what I've been doing, man. So that's, that's dude, success for me. hundred, hundred percent, man. Again, this, I got goosebumps again. Third time already. Uh, Jesus Christ. Hey. Uh, the, dude, that, that, that is the embody of what I feel people should know what success is, is impact, right? Where by owning a business and having team members come want to join your culture or your, your, yeah. your purpose and your mission, and yes, dude, I'm the same way. Like I've, I've helped now. I think we're up to like eight companies or eight people that have left and built their own cleaning company, but they started with us, you know, and yeah. it was the first couple. I was like, no, he's, yeah, why go. is he leaving? He's yeah. no, you're dude, you're my guy, but yeah. he still works with us. Right. Cause I'm, you know, we subcontract, we do, we, uh, if we can't handle certain things, we, we will team up with somebody. So yeah. Yeah. Th these people, like I see their, their just. Not that they weren't happy, as, but but before, but because it's not for everybody. So if it is for somebody and they decide to make that decision, and you, right, you, me, uh, the mentors, the ownership, the team, was a part of that journey for them, dude. That that's a yeah, like you said, that's a million dollars, right? Like that's a milestone to say, oop, that's another big client I just I just landed, but it's just not a client, you know. It's it's a person that you impacted to help change your life. So that that takes me to leadership bro. Right. I feel like you just, you're the way you talk and the way I've seen you in, in action, you're a leader, right? So when you being not, not that we have to say like, what, why is Garen a leader? How did you, how did you become a leader? Are you teaching that too, to the people? Like what, what are you teaching to, to them to say, if you want to be a leader, this is the path to leadership or is there yeah. a path or, you know, talk to me about yeah. leadership. So, so take for instance, so there's this one young lady who works with us. <clears throat> she, she's older than me, right? So she's in her fifties, but she's, she's a very good technician. She, I mean, she details, she gets in, gets out. She doesn't drag her feet. She's not trying to milk the clock. She just gets in and gets out, does the work well. And she's like, Garen, I want to, I'd love to be in a leadership role. And I said, one of the challenges that I have with you is that you're not a patient individual. If people don't do things the way you want them to do it, you get very agitated. You're judgmental. And she's like, yes, Garen, I do judge. I'm like, so, so those are some of the things that I think that you can work on. And I said, before you think about jumping to leadership or jumping to, I want 80 hours in a pay period or what have you, I said, I want you to work on patience. So we're going to put you into some scenarios where you're going to work with somebody who doesn't know what to do. It's your opportunity to, to grow. And I put her there and I found out just today in a meeting that she went off on the guy, cursed the guy out, made him feel really grimy on the inside. He just felt, he felt disrespected and he came to my office and he wanted to talk about it. And I said, I'm happy for you that you experienced that. I'm happy that you handled it the way that you did. I'm happy that she showed me who she was in a stressful environment because now I know how to talk to her and how to nurture that. 
I'm happy, you know? And I'm looking at the holistic situation. I'm saying like, okay, if I want to help this individual become a leader, here are the things that she needs to do. So for me, I'm always teaching. I'm always giving them an opportunity to mess up, but I don't beat them up about it. I'm just like, okay, here's what you did. How else could we have handled that differently? And I allow them to go through the process of answering those questions for themselves. And all I tell them is, I want you to work on becoming a better person personally and bringing your best self to work. Don't work on becoming a, a great technician. Be a really good human and bring that person to work. And you you go wherever you want to go, man. So I'm always teaching. I'm always leading. I'm always giving people the opportunity to mess up and get better. That's why that's why Clean State is here. I feel like we, as leaders, you have to reference something real. And and then that's when somebody can improve because it's it's not a playbook, right? It's not a PowerPoint presentation that you can say, oh, okay, yeah, follow those bullet points. I'm going to be a better person by that. No. Give me a real situation. Now we're talking. Yeah, 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 totally, totally. And, and, and if we look at work in that regards, in that way, like it's here to help us to grow, then we get, we get to get better, man. But if you don't show up to work, if you don't help out, if you don't step back and look at everything from to those, those perspectives, through those, those filters, you're going to feel as though, um, I hate this place. This place sucks. I was disrespected. Yeah. I need to go somewhere else. No, this is an opportunity for you to grow. Like take it, run with it. Yeah, and 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 you know, and, and it's hard to be a leader because you 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 lose some good people too because uh, you might have missed the boat on you know trying to correct something or help somebody. But again, no, right? Like I'm sure you know that you can't do everything, be everywhere, um, and 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 life is life. You know, you can only do what you can do with what you're in control of on that day. Um, yeah. But dude, so talking about leadership, talking about mentorship and coaching, because yeah, I think you're you. You'd be a great, I don't know if you're doing it already, but I, I love what you do. Let's talk about the, the podcast, man. Like I, I'm super stoked right. to see that come out. Like, I, yeah. like seriously, like the, the color scheme, the quality, the, the content, the, the people you have on, like, it, it, this is not just about cleaning. Like there, it, it, it's more than, yeah. than cleaning. I, where did it come from? where did the idea come from? Yeah, yeah. So that whole idea, man, the clean state experience, I mean, helping people to fill in the gaps, you know, to, to, to get from where they are to where they want to be. Um, one of the things that I recognize, and that example that I shared with you with that individual who wants to be a leader, a lot of times we don't know, like, how to get there. And people don't know, like, tomorrow morning when I wake up in the morning, it's like, what am I supposed to do today? And it's like, well, tell me what stopped you yesterday. Well, I was I was loud with someone. I was I was disrespectful to someone because they made me feel mad. Okay, so I would say start there, like right there. Don't don't worry about leadership. Don't worry about the role. Don't worry about the pay. Right there. I got angry when someone agitated me. Okay, how can I have dealt that differently? And that could be your full course for the day. Like your whole exam for the day, your whole studying could be just about how to deal with stress. The more you break things down into that granular level, and figure out what to do to take that next step. You're moving in the direction of success, of where you want to go. So work on those little things. So by bringing in people to the podcast who who would talk about those little micro steps that they took and the experiences that they had behind that, if you're listening in and you see yourself in that story and you saw what that person did, it's like, I can do that. Like, I can do that. Just I could start do that. there. So yeah. yeah, I just want to give people the opportunity to see themselves in those micro stories. Don't look at, it's, it's crazy when you look at Instagram and, and online and you see someone, I was living in a dump, I was living in garbage cans, and then all of a sudden they're, you know, multimillionaire. But what happened in between? Yeah. If people don't Where's know, Where's the in then, between, man? That's, yeah, nobody talks I mean? about that. So we're going to have, just so people don't do, I usually say this at the end too, but there's a, you know, Garen's doing a lot of different things. So just for you guys to know, his, his all his social media will be on the in the description because we're going to post this on YouTube as we always do, right? Uh, his podcast name will be there. Uh, the book, which is my next question, right? I mean, I told you guys, not only is this guy in, look at this, cleaning opened up the doors to for this guy to do a, a say, book as well. Say it again, the, Say it again, the That's exactly the yeah. Owning, a, and then again, it, it could be just owning a business in general, but you know, we're in the cleaning industry, so let's talk about cleaning. Owning a cleaning companies have opened the doors for people like me, people like Garen, to do other things. That's the beauty of this. Like, you, 
you're not, now you're you're an entrepreneur, right? This is entrepreneurship we're talking about. So before I keep going with that though, talk to me about the book. Like, dude, I, I again, I want people to read it. Don't go too much into it, but like, where did that come from? Was that before or after the podcast? That's before the podcast. Before the podcast, and as a result of the podcast, people were telling me like, Garen, you should you should do a podcast talking about the book. So I'm gonna show it a little bit. It's called Fast yeah. Track Your Calling how to fuel your drive with every assignment and that how to fuel your drive with every assignment is where I really want you to focus on man. because every time we step out the door, every time we wake up and we encounter something or someone that's an assignment. And it's like, how can we use those assignments to fuel where we're going? And in order for us to fat, I believe like all the time, I believe that the world is just the universe has given us something every single day. It's always sending something in our direction for us to, to grow from or grow through. And if we don't use those small assignments to grow through them, we can't get to where we need to be. We'll get there eventually, but we might take the long road around because we thought we shouldn't have done this or we should have done that and so forth, as opposed to using what life gives us. And I say gifts, gifts us every single day. So the book details how I used life to kind of fast track my calling, my purpose, so that every single day I can learn and teach. I use it every single day. Yeah. Love it, man. Again, we'll have that name of that book, you guys, too. And uh, got to get it. You got to get me one. I still, I didn't get a book yet, man. You know, I've been waiting for it in the, in the mail. Did you get lost in the mail? But I, so like, if you guys listen to, like, if you're hearing how Garen's talking to, this guy's a teacher, right? He's, he's a teacher. He's, he is thinking about the small things which people forget, man. Everybody bypasses or jumps over the small things because they think it's avoidable. Like I can avoid this. You know, like I, there is, you can't, it's unavoidable. These granular things that happen in life because every single day you think you're ahead. The possibility of taking a step back is there. So don't take the step back, right? Like push forward. So, so Garrett, I did cheat a little bit and you know, I was look, trying to read in, uh, more about the book and everything too. What is this? five turn fast framework. Again, I, I want people to read the book, but, but maybe like what, give me one of them, I guess. So then people could read, could read the book to get the other four. But what, 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 right. where did that framework come from? Cause dude, I love the word framework. I use it a lot. Like everything we do. Yes. Processes use heavily too, but a process is a framework, right? The first thing I often tell people is we got to get a map. We got to get a map so that we can know exactly where we're going. And you probably hear people say that all the time, like set your goals, write it down. And it's true. Even if that goal changes, because you've set it, you at least know what direction you're going in. So I talk about getting the map and I talk about recalculating. So when I, when I went to college, I went to college and I studied um, IT. I absolutely hate computers. I like what they do. What the hell? Work. I know, I know. And I'm saying that to you, Rick. My, my bad. My bad. Um, but I like what they do. Um, I just don't like the coding of them and, and all the inner workings behind the scenes. But I went to college to get that degree. I finished my degree. I never picked up my degree. Not because I didn't. Okay, I didn't want to. I didn't feel a connection to it. Wait, so like, I did legit, I like, like legitimately... You don't have your degree. It's I don't have my degree. I finished. Oh my I even, my mother-in-law, she's a teacher. My mother was like, son, I want to come to your graduation. And I was like, moms, take the money, go on a vacation. There won't be a graduation. I'm not walking. She was pissed off. She was totally oh pissed off. Yeah. I killed her, man, from that. But I wasn't connected to it. But I went to learn how to learn. That was the benefit that I got, man. I learned how to learn. I, I learned how to wake up in the morning, set a schedule, study one chapter, take a break, study another chapter, take a break. And that's what I do right now. Like I study different things, taking a break, study different things. So I learned how to learn. Um, so with the book, I talk about, you know, getting a map, recalculating. Even if you chose a direction, if it didn't work out, you can recalculate and still make a turn. And you're still going to get to the goal, man. But know that recalculation is mm -hmm. part of the process. Then I talk about driving, you know, like you can 
Once you've found where you're going and you got on the highway, like go, hit the gas, let's go. And live each day like this is where I want to go because again, life is gifting us all these opportunities all the time, all right? Once you get on that road and you're driving, you're gonna meet people like Rick. You're gonna meet people like Steve. Those are the people that you're gonna be carpooling with. They're gonna ride along with you for a while. Their goals might change or maybe different. They're gonna ride along with you for a while and then they're gonna veer off. You can still keep in contact with them but at least you got to carpool. Reach out, man. Ask for help. Don't try to do this junk on your own. Don't try to recreate the wheel. Yeah. All the information is there. Follow this podcast. You learn a ton. You see what I'm Love saying? It. Do that. Yeah. Finally arrive. Turn around and share. Share what you've learned with somebody, man. Don't just steal it for yourself. And because there's other people behind you wanting to go, go on that same trip. And if you don't help them out, they're going to pull on the side of the road and give up when you were right there to help. So that's yeah. the five term framework. Uh, love it. Love it. You guys got to pick up this book again. We'll have the information on there for everybody guarantee. Uh, yeah. And you just, man, you just, again, came, I just thought of something right now is I got to say there was, I, so there, the main question I'm going to ask is, you know, there's about 35,000 cleaning companies that start or open or, or are, you know, they come up every year. A lot of them fail, right? I think the percentage is like over 50%. So let's talk about, because I was going to bring something up, but I want to hit this point here for, for the audience. Give us a couple of points, which I know one of them is going to be the whole, you know, learn and teach method. But like, what are a couple other things in that first three, six months, year that a business owner should implement, should learn? A, a technique, uh, maybe a book to read, right? Things like what, what are things these business owners should do in that first year? Because that's a high percentage of new businesses that start that end up failing. And it's, I feel like it's, they're just not taking advantage of what's out there. Uh, cause it isn't always easy to find either. I mean, yeah, you could Google everything, but again, there's not that great of credibility that's in the market. Um, and you're yeah. not always going to get what you think you're going to get. And like you said, don't just take the first gut shot and quit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Give us a couple other points, bullet points or ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So so one book that I would recommend to all business owners is to read um, Michael Gerber. It's called uh, The E-Myth. Um, I think it's like why small businesses fail and what to do about it. Dude, I got I to gotta read that. I haven't read that yet. Yo, Everybody keeps telling me. So, shit. so, so, so you, you're already doing the things, right? But when you read it, you're going to be like, yo, I wish I knew this four years back. So in that book, yeah. it talks about, oh, All right. yeah, yeah, right. It teaches you about being a technician, but then also being like a business owner. So the person who wants to be a plumber, who wants to be a cleaner, who wants to be a baker, they are technicians. I want to bake the cake. I love baking cakes. I like how it looks and all of that. When you become a business owner, you're no longer baking cakes. You're running a business. You're like, you're sending out invoices, you're negotiating, you're, 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 you're building processes, a lot of unsexy stuff. But for the person who wants to bake the cake, it's like, don't, don't start the business, go bake cakes because you love baking cakes. But if you want to build a business, what I want you to do is write down the steps of how to bake a cake. What do you do? So if you wake up in the morning and you check your phones or you wake up in the morning, you check your email or you wake up in the morning and you, you check out your calendar, Write that down. This is what I do. I wake up at this time, six o'clock. I check my calendar at this time. Okay. Now what do you do next? Basically just document your day. When you look back at your day, you're going to see exactly what you're doing. You're going to see where the holes are. You're going to see what time you're spending doing what. Um, you're going to see where you're wasting time the whole night. But at least that is your day and you are now duplicating yourself. If you start duplicating yourself from the very beginning, you are already preparing yourself to hire someone to fill your role. By that point, like the that. first job okay. you get, if you can get one of your kids or your, your, your nephew or niece or somebody young to follow your step-by-step -step plan and just watch them. Don't, give, don't say anything. Just let them follow it and see if they get the same results that you have gotten. If they do, you're winning. You're building a business. Oh, dude. If they do, I, I got it. Stop. Go. Say I, something. I did that. I did that. Yes, dude. I like. Oh my god. Like, that is how I got out of payroll. That's how I got out of invoicing. That's how I got out of 
proposals and sales calls. I would write this shit down, dude. I would write like how, what did I, what was my technique? So if I, if I couldn't come into work for a week, they could do it. And you're dude, that, yes, that's, that's, that's the that's answer. It. I think to the, you know, Garen and Rick, I, I, I work, I'm in the business too much. I work in the business. Well, Hey, that's your fault. First of all. Right. But it should be right. your fault in the beginning, because what do we talk about? Garen is you need to know your craft. You need to do everything first there. I'm sorry. You're not, I hear people that they'll tell me, yeah, I bought this business and, you know, I expect to hire everybody and, um, you know, and they're going to do the work and, you know, I'm the owner. Mm -hmm. Good luck. You're you're not going to be in this for too long. (laughs) Like if you don't know it yourself, but hey, to to each his own. Um, We could hit other points, but actually, because, you know, I don't want to take too much more time too, Garen. I like to be short and concise. We know how that goes where we want to keep people's attention, which I think if you left this podcast episode right now, you lost a lot of knowledge right. that you could have gained because dude, we are hitting nuggets right now. Um, to end though, to, to cap this off, what, give me your outlook, not only for yourself, but also the industry over the next five, 10 years. What, what is Garen and clean slate look like? And also what do you see for the industry for, for, for cleaning business owners to know that they should look forward to in this, in yeah. this industry? So, so, so let's, let's start with that last question first. So the one thing that I'm noticing, man, with the industry is that it's, it's changing. And remember, we are a support industry. Okay. So we're not necessarily driving. hmm, I say that loosely, but we're supporting how businesses are moving, how facilities are changing. We're supporting that. So I say, stay open, stay open and pay attention to different industries. Just don't, just don't focus on cleaning, pay attention to how different, how buildings are being made, the, the material that, that they're using to, to, to build new resilient surfaces, like pay attention, man, because again, those types of conversations, those, that type of knowledge helps you when you're talking to someone who is building a building. Again, remember we, we, we support people. We are a resource. We're more than just cleaners. We are people, human beings with intelligence, man. So really lean on that. So I say, the industry is stay open to how the industry is moving. Um, I'm not necessarily a pioneer, but I am someone who uh, who listens. I listen to people speaking, and I prepare and I ask questions. I ask deep questions. Sometimes I hear people ask very surface level questions. Well, how can I provide you the proposal? Well, it's a little bit more than that. Like, are you trying to look good to your upper boss? What does that look like? What do they like? How yeah. can you, how can I support you so you can look good? You know, so now you're asking you the question differently. Yeah. Correct. Asking the question Correct. differently. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so ask questions, ask deep seated questions. And if you don't know how to ask great questions, that's your assignment for tomorrow. Go find a there book that teaches you how to ask deeper questions and you'll become better faster. You're preaching right there, dude. Cause that like, I feel let's take this for example. I, you know, in my first couple episodes, you'll see I had cookie cutter generic questions, right? Now that I'm so far in, that's why, again, I feel like this is one, probably one of our best episodes. I, we hit topics that you can't hit unless you ask the right question or you have the right person answering the right question. Yeah. I feel like we brought a lot out right now. That is dude, telling you, this is, uh, And guys, I'm not paying Garen. See, Garen is doing this for free. That's what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm excited about it too, man. Um, as it pertains uh, to clean slate. So let's talk about you though. Vision. Yeah. Vision of clean slate, yeah. vision of Garen in the, in the space. Yeah, man. So so one of the things that I do, and I'll say this real quick, I build strong relationships with, my, with our clients so that it gives our team the opportunity to sometimes mess up and still fix it. If we don't mess up, we don't know what we're doing wrong. We don't know what we're doing right so that we can grow. So, so for me, my goal is to establish as strong, as many strong relationships that I can and bring people in who want to grow, who want to learn, not just about the industry, but about themselves, who want to, you know, smoothen out those, those rough edges, people who may have had a, a checkered past, but, but feel as though they can't do anything. And I'm like, yo, you can do something and just create more opportunities for people to grow. 
that's really what clean slate is about, man. And, and, and if I can hand that off to someone at some point and be a fly on the wall and just watch it happen, yo, I'm a kid in the candy store. That's life. I just want, that's life. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so that's what we're here for, man. That's what we're here for. A clean slate, fresh start for, for, for clients as well as for people. Um, and I just want to create more opportunities for people to do that. I'm not trying to grow so vertical and be like dominant in, in a certain, that'll take care of itself. If I can be dominant Correct. in your life, nice. I'm happy right there. That's, that's, a, that's a hashtag dominant in your life. Let's go. All right. Well, Garen, man, I, you know, I just, I want to thank you for, for the time that you just spent right now. Uh, what, what is the best way for somebody to get a hold of you? Is it the, your Instagram? Is it LinkedIn? Uh, you yeah, know, email yeah. on pass email. I like the social engagement. What yeah. What's the best yeah, way to get a hold of you? So, so on, on YouTube, we have the clean state experience, which is the podcast. You can go on there and listen to a couple of the episodes, um, follow us on there, you know, subscribe as they would say on Instagram. We're there uh, as clean slate, as well as um, Garen Sproul, my name, you can follow me there. Um, and we can keep in contact that way. You can, if there's any questions that you have, just go ahead and um, DM me or what have you, man. We'll reach out to you myself directly or our team will reach out to you um, and answer. Um, I'm open to, to, you know, some quick, I don't want to say consulting, but like, you know, quick questions. We can set up a quick Calendly or something, jump on a call. I'm open, man. I love people and I want to see you succeed. Nice. That's why I'm here. I'm willing. Awesome, man. Well, thank you so much, Garrett. I appreciate you. Uh, I know everybody's going to appreciate this. Again, you guys. Thank you for tuning in on another episode of Cleaning and Cocktails. Again, I got my guy Garen here. All his information is going to be below in the description. We'll be we'll be pinging some of these good golden nuggets because I think we got like 15 of them here. So we'll be seeing your face a lot here, Garen, on our post. Uh, so again, you guys, thank you so much. Garen, thank you. Uh, and until next time, everybody, thank you again for tuning in on Cleaning and Cocktails. Mm -hmm.